He did, I guess, spot on Tim and Eric. Just sang some song like that. No, I think he said, we're turning your room into a home office or something. (laughs) It was an impassioned ballad to his daughter. Oh, nice. But it was the (laughs) Frank Stallone. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he was so hard to get. (laughs) Can you believe I actually got the Frank Stallone? Have we booked Frank Stallone? (laughs) I feel like we could. You're probably right. (laughs) I feel like we could book Faith No More if we wanted to. Um, That'd be cool. Would it? It's one of the bands I'm aware of. Did you read the bizarre um, feud that the Fox Red Eye guy put on between Red Hot Chili Peppers and Faith No More? You lost me at Reed. Okay. Um, okay. Are you aware <laughs> somewhere in your frontal lobe? I'm, right? I'm aware that there is a thing between the Chili Peppers and the I, No see, More. I didn't know this. Oh, dig. Well, what was funny to me, so there's this guy on Fox News, I forget his name, but he hosts some show called Red Eye, which is like their late night. Is this night. like recently in the news again? This was like last week. Okay, because this was like a thing like 30 years ago when they were starting. So right? this guy is like 45 years old, okay. which makes him the youngest male anchor on, on Fox, Fox News. <laughs> so therefore, he has his finger on the, the pulse, pulse yeah. meaning a culture from 20 in, years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago. Is it, the, is it 30 years ago? It's more like 20, like early 90s. Right. So like 92 is sort right. of I'm his old. cutoff. I'm sorry. So anyway, he went on this, I guess the Red Hot Chili Peppers released a new album available now at your local Sam Goody. Um, and uh, and he went on this rant about how you can either be a Chili Peppers guy or a Faith No More guy. You can't be both. Right. Yeah. What was the, uh, what was his position? I have no further commentary. I just think really? it's funny that those two bands are even being mentioned. Like together? Just at all. Well, that you, I mean, you, you, I have no, I did not realize they had a, a rivalry. Oh yeah. That's been, that was like a longstanding to, history. To me, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were like a mainstream pop band and mm-hmm. Faith No More was a much more marginal band. Um, it, it's definitely deeper than that. It goes to like, you know, when they were, uh, doing, you know, little shows and no one knew who they were and bickering and shit back then, as far as I understand, there's like a reason that, uh, what was it? I think Faith No, or either Faith No More or um, Mike Patton, him in a solo project or something, re- released an album called California. Uh, so, the, oh wow, yeah, first one, first guy to release an album called California. I bet. Well, well, no, he released it like right before the Chili Peppers released their album called California, which had the uh, t- title song Californication. So they ended up changing the name of the album to Californication as well. Okay, but, my point is, there's yeah. no way. On Earth, this was the first record called California. I yeah no, but it, no, this is just a. It's like if I call my record Earth. Well, no, it's one of the many. It, it's certainly not the precipitous for their argument. It's just one of the many uh, pitfalls or fights that they had. Is this really the feud? That's not the beginning of the feud. That's just one of the elements that I remember. This is so marginal. Jesus fuck, my life is marginal. That's all I got. Well, anyway, man. the best part about this is it was kicked off by uh, this very you know. 
uh, harmless video of Flea playing bass with Coco, the signing oh, the gorilla. <laughs> and it's just, you know, harmless fluff. Like, oh, look, cute. The, the gorilla's playing bass. And this red-eye guy was like, chili peppers are garbage. Faith no more forever. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm expecting a video of them playing with, you know, the chimps from uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I was thinking, what was that, um, the Michael Crichton movie with the, the gorilla talking? With Congo. The, yeah, Congo. I've never the, seen Congo. Oh, man, that's a bad The gorilla one. talks? Uh, well, it, like, it does sign language, and then it has, like, a voice interpreter glove or something that interprets its sign language like into speech. Like a power speech. glove? Kind of, yeah. It's a, uh, basically a power glove with some Google voice on it. So uh, when the gorilla does the sign language, it sounds like, you know, a female Stephen Hawking. I remember thinking that trailer looked really scary when I was eight years old. <laughs> I have a feeling the movie is not very scary. It's pretty bad. Is that, is that the one with Tay Leone? Or is that... uh, I only know that Bruce Campbell's in it. Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, there's something about like uh, looking for diamonds to shoot lasers or some shit. It's pretty. This scary. sounds like Moonraker. Um, I don't watch the fucking Bond bullshit. Yeah, too busy watching 17-year-old episodes of South Park. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You got a problem with South Park? Yes. It's coming back in a couple of weeks. Did we'll it have... ever go away? No, that's the beauty of South Park. That's the beauty of stagnant milk. Jeez. It never goes away. It's evolved, man. Much like milk curdles and becomes cheese. Yeah. Now it's a, uh, a very fine che- cheese that cheap you pay milk lots, becomes of, lots of money cheese. for. Yeah. Wow. There's no, it, it's all the same milk, man. There's no cheap milk. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. You, you only get it from uh, organic cows with... Uh... Garbage in, garbage out. I suppose. I just want to point out to the listeners. So what, what's our timing on this one? We're about good. We're about good. Let's, let's pad this for a little bit. All right. So... How's that clock looking? <laughs> Where, I feel like I feel like um, the North Carolina basketball team of the fifties trying to run out the shot with clock? the four corners. This was before the, sh- the shot clock was invented to combat this, uh. because um, Lord God Dean Smith would run up the score, and then with like two minutes left in the game, it was called the four corners offense. He would have his idiotic. White boys just pass the ball amongst the four corners <laughs> for two minutes. Wow. And just run out the clock. Jeez. And so they invented the shot clock to stop this hmm. chicanery. And that changed the game a lot, though, didn't it? Like It, it was it- a literal game changer. Just remember to text before Bump set spike, baby. Bump it. Up the jam. <laughs>